Welcome to Makeup School, an accessible and educational series hosted by me, Shanti, and global makeup artist, Ross Andrew Arthur. That's me, Shanti Babes. This Makeup School is designed to set the foundation of your makeup knowledge from brows to bronzers. We're here to help brush up your beauty skills. This week on Makeup School. Foundation to me is probably like a second layer of skin. Like I know when I put my foundation on, it completely changes who I am, changes my mood, makes me feel confident. It just makes me feel like I'm awake, like I'm alive, like I'm put together, I'm polished. Light brings things forward, dark pushes things back. So this is like the way you start adding dimension into the face again. So we have had a killer day today. Like I've been in the studio with you doing Shanti's makeup. Can I get a scale out of one to 10? How do you think my makeup was? You are a 10 out of 10, Ross. I had so many compliments. No, you are. (laughs) So many compliments. I mean, obviously I looked pretty crap for the last two years being in lockdown, not wearing much (laughs) hoodies, the rest of it. Yeah, it was so nice to get back on the tools and actually just start painting a face. And it was uh, lovely to have that opportunity. But it was funny. While um, Shanti and I were talking, we were talking about complexion. And complexion, I really do feel like I built my career on complexion, I've worked for lots of different brands. I've worked with lots of different lots of different foundations. But it was a funny thing that I was saying to Shanti that when I first arrived in Australia from the U- from the UK, and I was working in London Selfridges, and I won't mention brands, but I was working working in store, and it's like a melting pot of different cultures and every foundation shade was available at my fingertips but then I come to Australia and I walk into store and I'm in an international city like I'm in Sydney like it's it's iconic and I rock up into store and I look and I'm like whoa I got no light colors I've got no dark colors but I've got loads of like cool medium and warmer beige tones and it's just alien to me and I'm just like uh, and this is like 30, I don't know if I mentioned it, it was like 13 years ago, but it's just my mind just span where I was just like, hello, what's going on? And to be honest, that hadn't ch- hadn't changed in my 13 years being here. Like, yes, brands have worked and got the 40 shades and got the 50 shades, but majority, it was still missing. We even spoke about a mineral brand that we were like, it was way, yeah, way off. Like I love mineral foundation, but like get a mineral foundation in a deeper tone. is like a joke. It's like ash central. And it's just like- Absolute joke. Yeah. Which leads me that you were the voice, you were the power behind the Global Shades campaign at Adore Beauty. Um, I saw your face everywhere. I said to Shadi, do not tell me anything about it because I need you to tell me it on the podcast. Please give me a little insight of where it come from, why the passion. It was a need in the industry, um, but it was everywhere. And I'd love to love to hear it from you. 100%. I mean, I should probably tell our listeners, I'm a brown girl, so I've got chocolate skin. And so <laughs> when I started working, when I started working in beauty, it was so alien to me because I was so lucky to meet with all the brands that we were working with. And I got to test so much product and I'd be swatching these foundations and these concealers on my hand. And and they were so far from my skin tone. And it was so, it was awful because you just feel like you want to look good. You want to feel good. And there's nothing there for you. So I actually ended up writing an email to our founder, Kate Morris. And I let her know that over the five years that I've been working in beauty, I wasn't actually able to buy my own foundation or concealer because we didn't stock yeah. my shade, which is crazy, right? 
So was she shocked? She was so shocked. So shocked. Yeah. Because it's just not something, I mean, unless it's a problem that's actually facing you and it's your problem. Totally. You probably don't know that it's a problem at all. So I did let her know. And, you know, as soon as that happened, we had conversations. Like, okay, how are we going to make a difference? And we ended up working with all of our brand partners to bring in not only all Australian foundation shades, because you probably got, guys don't know this, um, but there are actual shades of foundation and concealer that are given to, you know, different countries and different markets around yeah. the world based on their population. And the foundation shades that were given to Australia were based on a very Caucasian skin tone. And it, it had consistently been that Caucasian skin tone, even though we are probably one of the most diverse countries And so it was really about speaking to the brands and a lot of them are global brands and saying, hey, guys, we're actually a really diverse nation and our population requires that we see diversity in shade. Um, So we worked with our brand partners to get all available Australian shades and then look to get all globally available shades. So, you know, when Ross is in the UK, getting all those shades, getting the shades that are available to the UK, to the US, everywhere. And so it's been the start of a really long journey, but it's been such a positive turnaround in terms of what we've gotten out of it. And I'm so, so glad and so proud to say that we've brought in all global shades for so many of our brand partners. Um, So now you can actually shop and find your shade um, at Adore Beauty. Yeah, amazing. Because my biggest thing was like, you know, when working with brands, it's like, if you see a model in a campaign and you identify with their skin color, you should be able to buy their shade. Oh my gosh. And that was one of the biggest <laughs> bugbears because I, I would walk past these beautiful billboards and you'd see like Halle Berry or you'd see, you totally. know, you'd, you'd see all these beautiful women, Naomi Campbell, and then you, you'd go in store and you'd be like, okay, well, the model's obviously wearing the product. So where is it? <laughs> yeah, like she's advertising the foundation. So like, can I get it? And it's just like, it doesn't doesn't exist. So no, amazing. Yeah. Like a brilliant work. Thank you. Thank you. So. Lesson plan. Lesson plan. Ross, look, I think we should start off with the basics. What is foundation? Oh, what is foundation? Foundation to me is probably like a second layer of skin. For other people, it could be loads of layers of skin to get that flawless complexion. Um, but it really is a second layer of skin. From It could be a tinted moisturizer, a lightweight foundation, a full coverage foundation. It could be a mask for some people to do drag. But it, you know, it's, it's amazing that this tiny bottle can be so transformational. Like I know when I put my foundation on, it completely changes who I am, changes my mood, makes me feel confident, covers my imperfections. But yeah, I just think it's it's a second layer of skin that makes us feel good about ourselves. I love what that. Do you think? I love that. I think it's so transformational. Even in the mornings, I always say <laughs> it's very um, common of me to say, I don't have my face on. Um, <laughs> let me just put my face on because... It just makes me feel like I'm awake, like I'm alive, like I'm put together, I'm polished, you know, and when I'm heading out, there is no way that you'll ever see me with bare skin. (laughs) No, totally. And that's for like 
you and me personally, like what a foundation could do behind the camera and how it works with the lens. It's just amazing that, you know, we said it in the last episode, foundations can be color corrective, but there's so many things a foundation can be good for and not all foundation. I think this is probably like where other people look, people that are scared of foundation, not all foundation has to be heavy. Yeah. Formulas have changed over the years. There's different finishes. There's different mediums. There's so much out there. Um, and that's why it's so fun to experience playing with different types of foundation. 100% love that. Love that. When it comes to foundation, do you match the finish that you're going for to your skin type or is it just personal preference? Oh, do you know what? Like for me, there's no rules with makeup. Do what do what suits you. But for me, I would match your foundation to your skin type if if you want a happy ending. <laughs> like, <laughs> like basically, it was just like I want my foundation to be loyal. I want to have confidence in what I what I'm wearing. I don't like we spoke about it last week. I don't want to pick up my mobile phone and like see my face come off of my mobile phone. Like that's what I don't want, I don't want it for me. I don't want it for someone I'm doing their makeup with. You know, to use you an example, Shanti, you've got oily skin and you prefer a matte finish. I've got combination and I like a bit more of a dewy finish because my skin sucks everything up. But like for me, if you said, Ross, I really want a dewy foundation, I'd be like, let's not go dewy foundation, babe. Let's try get a matte foundation. But there's the formulations have changed over the years to get a matte foundation. A lot of matte foundations almost have like a velvet finish. They have like an optical diffuser that runs through them. So it's like, it's matte, but you still got bounce. So your skin doesn't lie flat. Estee Lauder Double Wear. That's a great, great one. Oh, I love that foundation. It's great. Like it's such a beautiful foundation. So you've got this foundation. It's not going to lie flat on your skin, but you're like, Ross, I want that glow. Then we can give you that glow, but we're gonna, we could use different powders to get get that glow we could use self-setting creams to give you to give you that glow but i wouldn't be going for a dewy foundation because you know as well as i know at two o'clock in the afternoon she's going to be lifting she's definitely going to be lifting and we do not want the lift so what happens if you've got and dare i say it we i know we don't like this word so maybe we need to come up with a new word but if you've got normal skin i really think we need a new word for that Ross. Oh my God. Okay. So Shanti's got oily skin. Ross has got dry, dry skin. And I hate the word normal. Um, are we changing this for the entire episodes? We are changing it for the entire makeup school. I think if you've got normal skin, you've probably got a Joe skin. So we're going to say gifted. <laughs> yes. Like, like, <laughs> Joanna Fleming has flawless skin. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we've got we've got dry skin, we've got combo and oily skin, and we've got gifted skin, guys. Yeah, no, amazing. So that they're, they're your skin types. Now, when it comes to coverage, and you know I'm a full coverage girl, do you match your coverage based on your skin concerns? Because I that's what I do. I actually wear full coverage foundation because I've got acne scarring and pigmentation. Yeah, I, I totally would. Like you've got your coverage, you've got your light, your medium, and your full full coverage. But it's down to your concern. Like I wear a lightweight foundation all over my face. But like where I said last week, where I've got my rosacea and I get a bit more flary red, that's where I end up like putting in my full coverage. So you build build it up. What foundation are you wearing? What foundation am I wearing? Well, it's the foundation you put on my face this morning, which is Maybelline Fit Me Matte and Poreless, which I love. 
still on. It's still flawless. Fit Me Matte Foundation is an amazing foundation. It comes at a great price point, but it just oh glides on and it just looks beautiful. It's a beautiful finish and it doesn't lie flat on the skin. And that's like what I was saying about foundations. If you've got oily skin, you're like shiny disco ball and you're looking for a foundation that's going to stay matte, that's a great one to work with. It is. And it's so underrated, I think, because it's such an affordable price point. And a lot of people think that they need to spend the big dollars to get a really good finish. But Maybelline Fit Me Matte and Paulus, I believe, is so such a really good quality foundation and it's such a great price. And comes in amazing shade range as well. Ah, oh, the shade range. Wow, we're really plugging this, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, Maybelline, we're plugging it. Yeah, amazing. It's not even sponsored. We're just like, just loving not it. Not even sponsored. Maybe they can sponsor us. <laughs> yes, please. Now, Ross, when it comes to the different types of formulas, you know, we've got powder, we've got liquid. How do you go about choosing which one you want? Or which one's right for your skin? Oh, uh, which one's right? I think like when, I hate the word normal, traditional, something like that. But it's just, if you've got dry skin, you want to kind of work with a liquid foundation, a cream foundation. If you've got oily skin, you can work, work with a liquid self-setting foundation, even a powder foundation. People get scared of powder foundations. Are you scared of powder foundation? You know what? I started... Um, my first ever product that I purchased was a powder foundation and I wasn't putting anything on my skin. As I told you guys in episode one, I wasn't prepping my skin. I was just putting powder straight onto my naked skin. As dry as. Just dry <laughs> oh, as. it was horrid. It was horrid. But um, now I do wear a bit of a powder wherever I need a little bit more coverage just pressing it into my skin. Yeah, and I feel like powder foundation are underrated, but you just got to know how to work with them. So like, especially with the powder foundation for me, it's I layer, put one layer on, I use a hydration spray. So that could be a Max Fix Fluid. It could be the YSL Top Secrets Hydration Spray. I love that one. Um, and they're good to like set it in, build a layer, set it in, build a layer and make it look like, make it look like skin. Okay, and are there any kind of formulas that the skin type should steer clear of so if i have dry skin what should i steer clear of if you have dry it's hard if you have dry skin then i probably would be staying away from a powder foundation but you know if you've got dry skin and you love a studio fix fluid or you love an Essilor or double wear because you want to have faith that that foundation is not going to let you down it goes back to our first episode last week make sure you prep the skin yeah like if you know, if you know that, like I know that I've got dehydrated skin. So I know that when I wear Estelor to Sheer, that I've got to make sure that I prep my skin so it glides. Cause once it sets, it's not going to go anywhere, but you just don't want it to don't want it to look dry out because that's when it starts cracking or it starts going into starts going into the pores. Okay. And if I've got oily skin, what should I steer clear of? Anything? Yeah, like I think if you've got oily skin, that anything's like, re- like really dewy, like I love Mac face and body. Nah, like it's a not, if you've got oily skin, you don't want to be that shiny disco ball in the, in the afternoon. So all of those gorgeous ones that are going to give glow and a luminosity to the skin, I probably would stay clear of and go for something that's self-setting and then give yourself your glow by using a different medium, either a powder or a self-setting cream or something like that to give you, to give you the glow. Amazing. I think that's a pretty good cheat sheet right there. Yeah. Now let's talk about shopping for foundation online. Do you know what? Like I have the worst, like I'm just talking just not even foundation. I have the worst shopping experience online. Like I'm, <laughs> I hate shopping online. 
things rock up and I just make, I always make a mess of it. Like I'm like, why the f- did I order that? <laughs> like I'm like, every time I just need to muck it up. Um, so I feel like shopping online is a really hard thing to do. But I have to say that if a brand contacts me and says they want me to try their, try their foundation, I always go onto your foundation. Is it foundation? Yeah, it's foundation.com. And it's also, um, it's actually a great thing um, that you brought up foundation because foundation was actually created by my boss, Kate Morris. Amazing. Like it's, but it's so bloody good. About a year ago, I want you to try the Clinique Serum Foundation, yeah, which I yeah. absolutely, absolutely love. And then I went on there and I just put in what I currently use with certain brands and it just pops out what it thinks is the best shade. So I just think, I don't know how the algorithm works or anything, but I think it's pretty incredible how it formulates what your color is. It's very smart. And it's actually now on so many different websites. Uh, So most beauty websites use foundation. Um, So there's kind of like a find your shade button. And what it is, is this amazing database of shades that are actually input from people all across the globe. So there's an algorithm that Kate actually built, which means that if you pop in, for instance, Ross, if you pop in your two top shades, for instance, that you have found a perfect match for with certain foundations, they go into the into the global database and they start to build up, okay, well, Ross from Australia's used these two foundations. They were a perfect match and, you know, I don't know, Tiana from Brazil has <laughs> has found these two foundations a perfect match. And guess what? They have a similar skin tone. And so what it does is it starts to build this database of all of this, all of these insights, and it recommends you what other people have used that have also used that product. So if I'm looking for, for instance, Maybelline Fit Me Matte Poreless, I can then put in, let's say, a MAC Studio Fix and it'll come up with, okay, everyone else that chose MAC Studio Fix in the color that you chose also wear this in Maybelline Fit Me Matte Paulette. So that's kind of how it works. But it's incredible. So basically, the more people that use it, the cleverer it gets. The cleverer it gets. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, Ross, we've just spoken about how to find the perfect match online, but what if you're in store? And you've actually got the product, you want to swatch it. Where is the best place to swatch? Because you see people putting it on their wrists, on their hand, on their jawline. Like, where am I going to find the perfect match? Well, something I got taught at makeup school, which is not necessarily about color matching to share, it's just identifying your color, is do it with me. So I'm getting Shanti to turn her hands around to look at her wrists. And I want you to look at your veins. And if you look at your veins, if your veins are predominantly got greeny veins, you've got more of a warmer skin tone. And if you've got cool bluey veins, it means you've got more of a cool skin tone. And if you've got a combination of both, you, you could be neutral. What have you got? Okay, I've got green veins for sure. So I'm warm. And I would say you're warm. Yeah. And that's a great way. It's not always right, but it's a, you know, the majority of the time it gives you a good indication that you've got that. If you're going to swaddle, um, if you're going Swatch. to <laughs> Swatch. swaddle, swaddle, swaddle. Oh my God, I'm thinking of Olivia. I'm just like, for anyone who doesn't know, I've got a daughter called Olivia and I'm swaddling. If you're going to swatch a foundation in store, oh my God. Um, I I don't know, like I've always taught by brand that you do it on the jawline, but I would definitely go bring it to the front of the face. I'd put it on your chin. You need to see. If you swaddle, if you swatch <laughs> on your jaw, if you jawline, I feel like you just can't see. I, 
when you're trying to look in the mirror and you're looking at the side there and it's just like why do that just yeah. put it on your chin massage it around the chin yes predominantly you want your chin to be lighter and brighter but if you put it around here at least it gives you a good indication of what you're work what you're working with Okay. And so I'm kind of matching the center of my face to the perfect match. And then today, this morning when Ross was doing my makeup, I noticed that you're warming up the kind of outside, like where my jawline is, where my forehead is. You're warming it up with a bit of bronzer to get that kind of dimension back into my face, right? Yeah. Like I can't, one thing, I love foundation. It's like my best friend, but like when you put a foundation on, especially if it's more of a full coverage foundation, you can lose all definition in your face. Mm -hmm. Like that's probably one of my pet hates. It's just like, if you're going to mask everything up, you've got to put it back in. You've got to add that warmth and dimension back into your face. And you can do that with a bronzer. You can do that with a, a warmer eyeshadow. There's lots of ways you can do that or a different, or your summer foundation, maybe always like warm up around the jawline. Uh, in your cheekbones and I always put it in here where the sun would naturally kiss the skin oh I love that yeah it's, it's nice and one thing I like to do as well which I did on you today Shanti babe is like imagine you're putting a night mask on where that night mask on I always try to use either a foundation or a concealer maybe two shades brighter than your skin tone just to really like elevate and lift lift the skin and you're really adding light brings things forward dark pushes things back so this is about the way you start adding dimension into the face again. All right, Ross, it is time for your favourite part of the lesson, which oh, is... Oh, this part makes me so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like... It's the pop quiz time and you have nothing to be nervous about. You just taught us everything that we need to know. Oh but God. I'm going to shoot some quick fire questions your way and you need to give me some quick fire answers. Now, Ross, we get this question all the time at Adore. If there is SPF in your foundation, do I need to wear another SPF? <sighs> I think it's great that foundation has SPF, but it's never going to be enough. So I would always recommend using an SPF 50 before you apply, before you apply your foundation, because, you know, some people don't want to, or haven't got time, haven't got time for that. So it's great to know that there is an SPF in that product, but to make sure your son's smart, I'd always apply SPF before you put on your foundation. Amazing. Thank you. That actually clears up a lot. Do you do that? Do you, do you do that? I do. I wear SPF every day. I live religious because it's it's almost like a mantra at Adore Beauty and it's been ingrained into us. So anyone that starts, it's like SPF, SPF, SPF. So SPF. And also when I look at my my foundations that do have an SPF, it's like SPF 15. And we live in Australia. Yeah. Like our Australian sun needs way more protection than that. It's, it's just not going to be enough. So I get that 50 on. Get the 50 on. Okay, second question. What should be avoided for certain skin types? If you've got oily skin, try and stay away from dewy foundations. And if you've got dry skin, try and stay away from self-setting foundations. But if you want to use them, prep. Prep is key. Yeah. Yeah. Prep is key. Okay. Last question. What do we look for when we're looking for longevity? Longevity foundations are my favorite. Predominantly, they can be a full coverage full coverage foundation, but something that's 24-hour wear, self-setting, Estee Lauder Double Wear, Estee Lauder Double Wear Sheer, Makeup Forever, Ultra HD, another great one, Max Studio Fix Fluid. These are all great long wear foundations that you I think you'll have a really good experience with. I would have to say, Ross, I reckon you got that 10 out of 10. Can someone give me a Toblerone? <laughs> 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 like, 
I just like I just think when you points mean prizes, and if you're if I'm winning, then I just feel like next time I see you, babe, you owe me a Toblerone. Okay, <laughs> all right, I'll t- I'll keep that in mind. Best in class, Ross. What are your top three picks for foundation? I think I've already said them, but. If anybody listening, I've got combination skin, which means I've got an oily tea and I'm very dry on the outside. So I do love the Clinique Serum Foundation. It's a goodie. It's got SPF 20 in there as well. Win-win. I love Estee Lauder Double Wear. I like to have faith in the product that I use, but I use Double Wear Sheer. So you're getting the innovation of Estee Lauder Double Wear Foundation, but you're getting a sheerer version of. And my last one is an oldie and a goodie is face and body. Like, I love it. I think it's called Studio Radiance now. But if you're just not into wearing a lot of foundation, but you just want to add a little bit of glow, a second layer of skin, then I highly recommend that foundation. Love it. Shanti, babe, give me your top three foundations. Okay, guys, I have oily combination skin. I absolutely love full coverage because I've got pigmentation and acne scarring. I love long wear foundations. So my top three include Maybelline Fit Me Matte and Poreless Foundation, which I've spoken about already. That is an absolute game changer for anyone who's on a little bit of a budget and still wants a high performance foundation. Uh, Second is Estee Lauder Double Wear Stay in Place Makeup. That's a very long wearing makeup. Um, I know that a lot of people use it for weddings and special occasions, but I usually use it when I go out. And third, last but not least, is one of my favorite foundations that I've been using forever. And there's a hint in that in what I've just said, but it's the Makeup Forever Ultra HD Foundation. It is one of the best long wearing foundations that I've found that actually lets your skin look like skin. And they've just released the Ultra HD Skin, which is their relaunch of that foundation. The reason it's called HD is because it was formulated especially for high definition cameras so that it was undetectable. And I can definitely say it is that. Um, So I usually wear that on, I can alternate between Maybelline and Makeup Forever as an everyday. Um, If you want your skin to look like skin and not like you're wearing makeup, definitely recommend Makeup Forever. Guys, if you're interested in any of the products that we mentioned in today's lesson, make sure you check the show notes of today's episode. And if you want some extra homework, be sure to check out the Makeup School tab on adorebeauty.com.au to find some extra reading. And in the next episode is part one of our discussion about face makeup from concealing, blemishes, color correcting, and concealers for mature skin. We will see you then. Bye, guys. <laughs>